Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. When I mention the term operating rhythm, do you have any idea what I mean? And do you even have any idea what I mean specific to how you operate your day, your week, your month, and year? In this bite size from a recent keynote I presented, I talk about the concept of operating rhythm and why it is so important to find your operating rhythm, especially when working in a team. When you get your operating rhythm right, not only are you more energetic, but it dramatically reduces your risk of burnout. I talk about the idea of chronobiology, it's your circadian rhythm, and how aligning your day to your body's natural clock gives you a huge boost in productivity and helps you feel more energetic. In fact, the researchers now show that when you align the cognitive tasks to your cognitive high spots, your biorhythm, you will be 30% more productive. If you want to be 30% more productive, listen to this podcast. Uh, Number one, let's talk about a sustainable operating rhythm. I love this quote, life is a series of cycles, seasons and rhythmic patterns. Rhythmicity is the most basic force of nature. This morning, depending on how late you stayed out last night, but the early morning people, the gazelles, would have woken up and gone, (sighs) and you would see the sun come up. The sun will go down. Tides rise, tides fall. It's this beautiful rhythmicity we have in life. You can't fight fight it. We have a corporate rhythmicity. You have a physiological and a psychological rhythmicity, and we're going to tap into that. Right, pop quiz. What are those people, and where are they at? Correct, that's the Sydney Harmonic Orchestra. Well done, you're a smart crowd. And when you have a band, which is an eclectic mix of people who all have individual skill sets, but imagine if everyone just played whenever they want to. But a conductor, and I used to think a conductor is a male or female up the front with a big paddle pop stick, just you know, doing all that stuff. But uh, I've worked with some conductors, not bus conductors, musicians. They are highly intelligent, highly trained musicians, and they understand syncopation. They understand rhythm. It's exactly like running a business. Yeah, when you pull it all together, you have this beautiful symphony at the right time and the right pace. But music is also about pause and slowing down. So this is what we're going to try and get with your year, quarter, month, week, and day. So to hit your operating rhythm, there's five things, but I'm going to bookend. We're going to go annual, what to do, and we're going to go daily. Tell the person next to you, behind you, in front of you, near you, tell them your annual recovery plan. Tell them what your holiday plan looks like for the next 12 months. Some of you will go, well, I can't wait. October school holidays, where you go, and some of you will just go, discuss, what's your holiday plan look like? All right, there's mine. I put my holiday plan together every year in January for the ensuing 12 months. I learned this from working with big businesses because you run on an operating cycle, which is 10 or 11 weeks, and then there's a two-week download. So 11, 12 weeks, and then you have quarterly reporting cycles. The board has a meeting. Everyone works furiously at the end of the quarter to get updates and reports and everything, and you go on holidays, and then you do it again and again and again. It's called four quarters in a season. Now, who in the room has children? Okay, if you're up the back, I'm not sure. You either do or you don't. <laughs> Tell me about operating with kids. You know, we go hard for 10 or 11 weeks in school term and then you have a two-week holiday. It's exactly like the corporate four 
quarter operating cycle. And I encourage you to tap into this where you are right now because you will see a natural download in that two-week school holiday period, whether you have kids or not. I can also tell you if you don't plan for breaks, you'll get to the end of the year in December and you'll literally crawl across the line, fall in a heap, get sick over the Christmas-January break, and then you come back to work and bring the best of you to everyone at work. Uh, and I, I'm giving a book here because I've been watching you two. All right, what's going on? It's like, I think she's talking to you. <laughs> Do you have a friend of yours that really resonates with what I was just saying? She never takes leave. Why not? She's stubborn. What, can you give that to her? Yeah. <laughs> and can you tell her a message from me that I'd really like her to read Chapter 8, Recharge? And if she doesn't, can you get the book back off her? <laughs> yeah? I love when I see someone in the audience go, I think he's talking to me. So you're going to do that for your, your friend. And then you book holidays. Even if it's just one or two throughout the year, it could be a little mini break for three days. Get off your weapons of mass distraction. You don't need to be connected to your technology all the time. Your beautiful six ventures will still operate. So will the X15 leadership team. And I tell you what, so will Comback. Because I know a number of your execs are on planes this morning and on the weekend going on a break with their kids. I learned this from CEOs. And I learned this from entrepreneurs who are sustainable. Work hard, recover even harder. Right, the second part I want to talk about is the bookend is number five, and I'm going to build a bit of rhythmicity into this to, to get you awake. Now, I, I call these energy personalities, but there's a whole study on this called chronobiology, which is the study of your circadian rhythm. So first of all, who are the morning people? You wake up at 5, 5.30am, stand up for me. You're called gazelles. Look at them. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> now, when you hear it, Everly, I, I got here this morning, and I, I saw a few of you in the coffee shops, and you're doing stuff like this, going... We're on the same wavelength. The sunrise, it was beautiful. Now, about 15 to 20% of the population, when you look at chronobiology, I, I just give it a name, gazelle, bears, tigers, or dolphins, so you remember this stuff, yeah? But about 15, let's say 15 to 20% are true morning people. You all go to bed early. When you have a conference, you do the phantom. Like, you run away at 9.30 because you want to wake up and see the sunrise the following day. <laughs> I, just, I just know how it works. <laughs> you are much more productive first thing of the morning. Yeah? In the 3.30, 4pm meeting, let alone if our little gazelles have to do a 7pm presentation, it kills you. Now, what's been great about COVID is it's totally dislodged, disrupted this archaic world of work, which was 9 to 5, 8 to 6, came 7 to 7, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. My little gazelles, get your support from your leader, but two or three days a week, get up early, work early, knock the lights off, and then clock off in the afternoon, go have a life, sit down for me. You'll be 30% more productive when you work to your chronobiology. All right, who in the room thinks gazelles suck? Okay, stand up. Stand up. There, my bears. Stand up. Now, you know I'm doing this uh, a little bit less enthusiastically because bears are sitting there or they're now standing there going, oh, piss off, mate. <laughs> 
though, you are the kids. You're the gorgeous little boys and girls that mum and dad put you to bed and said goodnight, and you'd read a book with a torch. It's like I just worked with thousands of people and also studied this. So you would love to get up later. If you have someone up the front says, right, tomorrow morning we've got boot camp at 6.30am, we've got Polly doing yoga and Mary's doing breathing, you're like, get stuffed. <laughs> so in an ideal, and this is just your chronobiology, this is how you work, and when you work to it, again, you're 30% more productive. In an ideal world, my bears, you would go you know, a little bit later, you'd wake up a bit later, you'd start work around 9.30, 10 o'clock, and you'd work into the early hours of the evening. Try and set yourself up on that, especially when you WFH. It's a game changer, right? Sit down. Who's confused going, I'm a gazelle and I'm sort of like a bear? You're the tigers. Tigers, you're, you're okay of a morning, but you have your first peak concentration curve. So if you're designing, thinking, creating, knocking stuff out of the park, you're really good from mid-morning to about lunchtime. Then tigers, you fall off a cliff. After lunch, you are shot. I'm a tiger sort of gazelle combination. I do lots of lunchtime talks. Thank you for booking me of the morning. Because yeah? I often get the lunchtime gig and you know, Todd and I do the brief and they'll say, oh, look, Andrew, uh, here's the thing. We want you to talk about energy or change or neuroscience. Yeah, got it. Uh, do you talk after lunch? Yeah, I go, yeah, yeah, I do. So I have to shift my state because imagine if I did speak after lunch and I get up here and go, <sighs> Thanks for the intro, intro, Toby. Maisie, bit of a tiger. Not really good after lunch. I'd never get booked again. So if a tiger has to do a pitch or a presentation after lunch, what do you do to be alert? That's legal. <laughs> what do you do? Coffee in moderation? What else? Sunlight. Sunlight hits your pineal gland. It's nature's little gift. The wonder drug, every morning for 10 to 30 minutes, especially my little bears, where are the bears? Just stay seated, just sort, of, just sort of go like that. Get 10 to 30 minutes of sunlight of a morning, all of you, but bears especially. Stand outside before the peak hours of the sun, no sunglasses, no hat, let the sun come on your skin. I've got more than some of you. And it will wake up your physiology, yeah? much more than coffee will. Tigers, after you have that lunchtime dip, around three o'clock, it's Ah, I'm back. So you have a second peak of an afternoon. So when you can control this, if you've got to create design, do high-end cognitive work, which is what you do in the startup world, late morning, early afternoon, early evening is really good for you. Great, grab a seat. Now there's a bunch of people there, small micro percent, dolphins. Dolphins sleep with half the brain awake and half the sleep. Dolphins, you are the insomniacs. Where are my dolphins? Just go, ah, ah. <laughs> There should be in the room two or three. Yeah, yeah, about four, five. You are the forgotten children when we look at chronobiology. Yeah? Um, I'll put some resources together on how you tap into your biorhythm, but while we have a bit of fun around this, there's a real science to this. When I work with a whole team or an executive team, or an intact team, or even just individuals, when you operate to your natural rhythm, you're 30% more efficient. Who'd like to be 30% more efficient? I have no choice running two businesses and four kids. I have to squeeze this out of myself and my staff. So I can put my hand on my heart and say this absolutely works. And if you're not doing it, you're doing yourself a disservice. No, no one else, you're doing yourself a disservice.
Hi again, it's Andrew, and I hope you really enjoyed that episode. We would appreciate if you helped to amplify the Performance Intelligence Podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. This really does help get the message out to a wider audience, and I love reading the comments as well. If you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite, or purchasing one of the books I've written, including MatchFit, or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence. Thank you.